This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back. Kelly and Company with Ramia Amadin, Kelly McDonald, host of the show. So, what have you carried? On your back, do you have a computer bag? That's what I've used forever, where I can throw my laptop in there. And I love all the pockets. One, two, what about four of them, I think? Uh, including the ones on the side? No, actually, five. Mm. Do you do you have a particular one oh. that you've carried? Do you, do you bother? Or is it a knapsack or what? Or It's always been a backpack. I'm a backpack lady. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's always been backpacks, but I mean, I had a messenger bag that I, I think it was my brother's and I stole, I really liked it, but it still couldn't fit everything I needed to. So then I would just use it for specific reasons, which ends up being, it's not enough reasons to have it around. People with guide dogs often to have to have those extra pack. Like you start oh, yeah. thinking because people say, well, what do you mean? It didn't fit everything you had. Well, you start thinking about everything. You Someone moving around transit carry. who regularly transits, Thank you know, you. who's out all day. You might have that those the compartment for a little bit of snack or your lunch to carry, your computer. Mm-hmm. And then if you are a guide dog user or just, you know, somebody, hey, I'll just keep this stuff in here when I come home, take the dog out for a walk. You got to have those places for everything and you don't want to keep, oh, we got to pick this up, got to pick that up and away we go. So very interesting things to think about. So really cool. And Mike bringing that to us. But folks got another great topic to discuss today and learn about as we welcome our bestie from the UK, Fern Lullum. What's on your mind? I'm Fern Lullum from the UK and whether serious, silly or somewhere in between, I've got you covered. Let's face it, the most effective therapy is a chat with your bestie. Interesting stuff always. We're discussing a major UK advertising campaign going on and it's aimed at changing public perception of sight loss, Fern. Yes, indeed. And just before I get into this, can I just say that I don't have to worry about bags because I have a boyfriend for that. So that's that's fine. He can carry everything for me. Ah, so um, we rephrase the question. Not even a suitcase, huh? Yeah, that's it. It I was just going to say we, re- we rephrase the question. What does Josh carry? Yeah. Everything. Everything I need. <laughs> and so, what kind of yeah, bag? <laughs> what kind of bag? Well, anything, maybe a roll-along bag, just just anything. <laughs> whatever he I, wants. Yeah. We'll leave it to him. Yeah, whatever uh, he wants, as long as he's got it, then you, I don't have closer. to be organized. And you were closer yeah. with suitcase. <laughs> yeah, I That's mean, I, I got a lot of stuff. That's I wonder, what kind of bag? Oh. Don't you mean he's and, got a lot of stuff? Yeah, well, we we both have, we both have. So a- anyway, um, let, let's 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 get back to uh, RNIV. Very important. Now, this is the biggest advertising campaign that the Royal National Institute of Blind People, or RNIB, as I just referred to them, um, has ever undertaken, and it's called "See the Person, Not the Sight Loss." Good name. Nice. Mm, now, okay, it sounds like RNIB mean a lot of business on this. Tell us a little bit more. Yes, yes, indeed. So they have put a lot of resources into this campaign. So they focused on public perceptions because they say that their research shows that assumptions about what blind people can and can't do is what uh, has made the greatest impact on them leading a full life. It's just what people perceive about them that changes Mm -hmm. how much they can and can't do in some ways. Here, here. But we know that changing public perception can be pretty tough. What does the campaign involve? 
Well, at the heart of it is a short film which follows the sight loss journey of a teenage character called Ava. Mm, okay. Wow. I like that they've chosen a teenage character because one of the stereotypes around sight loss that it only is that it only affects older people. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So really nice to see someone young. And Ava is portrayed as a typical teenager who is into gaming and socializing with friends. Lots of stuff in her bag, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I don't want to say too much about the film because I think it is best if people access it themselves. But what I will say is that it paints a really powerful and relatable picture and takes us through a range of emotions. So it starts um, just by showing everything that there is to offer um, in life even with with sight loss you know life doesn't end after sight loss right and this is really really incredible where can people access the film well, RNIB say that the campaign um, is going to reach millions of people. Um, so they're using a number of different routes to do that, including TV and social media. So if you want to see the film yourself, you can go to the RNIB YouTube channel where there is an audio described version and a subtitled version. So everyone is catered for. Good. In a campaign like this, authenticity of the material is well, to me, the most important thing. Do you think RNIB have achieved that with this project? Yeah, I do. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, their research was used to identify the issues having the greatest impact on the lives of blind people. And blind people were then involved in deciding how to best um, accurately communicate that to to everyone else, you know, through their lived experiences. And I think they've achieved that in a really powerful way. Mm-hmm. And what other activities are happening as part of the campaign? Well, they're using their social media to show short videos of blind people talking about the misconceptions around blindness. And oh boy, aren't there many. There are there's just so many. Um, for example, one of the videos on the RNIB Twitter is somebody explaining that although she is registered blind, she does still have a little bit of sight. And that is very relatable to me because I too fall into that category. Mm. And so many people do to some degree, of course. Um, when you talk about uh, that, that, that oh, sorry, a lot of people think that nobody, these people don't have sight. That blindness is just what it is. So having some sight leads to just having that, uh, oh, you're, you're, you're full of it. And it's just so frustrating to hear that. Now, we do know technology leads to some sort of misconception. Um, you know, we... we we might hear someone say, hey, how, how do you know about this YouTube video if you're blind? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think there are a lot of misconceptions around being blind and a lot of it is about being black and white. Um, so obviously, as we know, the majority of people who are registered blind or visually impaired do have some remaining vision. Um, and unfortunately, this sometimes means that people are accused of faking their blindness yes. because, you know, it's like you still can see. Obviously, you're not blind, but no, that's not the case. And of course, that's really upsetting for people when they spend their whole life living as a blind person and yet they're being accused of not being blind because they can still see and it's just right. down to misconceptions. Um, and to your point, Kelly, about technology, I think that it is the sort of issue that the campaign is working really hard to address, that there is technology out there that can actually help us do things. Of course there is. I mean, we know that because we have lived experience, but it's about, again, changing other people's perceptions on that. So how is RNIB using TV to raise the profile of the campaign? 
Well, a TV advert will be shown in the UK from the 3rd to the 28th of October, and they'll also be using a partnership approach on the TV campaign, which is pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about it. Well, they've partnered with the UK TV show Gogglebox, which is very popular here in the UK. And on this show, Britain's sharpest armchair, armchair critics share their opinions on the week's biggest and best shows. And usually it's very amusing. Basically, they're just commentating what's going on on the show in a very mm. entertaining way. Oh, that sounds really funny. How does the partnership work then with the RNIB, though? Well, RNIB have made a co-branded advert showing the Gogglebox cast members reacting to the TV ad. And this captures the cast's raw and immediate feelings about it. So exactly what they're thinking as they're watching. And okay. this partnership <laughs> is projected to help the campaign reach an extra, wait for it, 4.7 million households. So mm. this thing is going viral. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty amazing. It all sounds like a campaign that is using modern methods, you know, methods, which is wonderful, uh, to produce and publicize, uh, you know, what's going on here. Yeah, and in my opinion, that is so helpful, not just to the campaign, but also to RNIB. And I think it will help to modernize their image, which can only be a good thing. Yeah. I agree. And everything you've said so far is quite impressive. Like they're doing a lot, all different angles to kind of cover this uh, stigma, stigmas on low vision blindness. But as we said, changing public perception of light, light sauce, sight loss. <laughs> wow, is, that was amazing. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of lights <laughs> off, right? Is pretty <laughs> difficult, Fern. So can, like in your opinion, do you think that this campaign can really uh, succeed? Well, that is the big question, of course, isn't it, Ramya? I mean, that is what we're we're all wondering and hoping. Um, I think R and I B are very aware of how the big how big this challenge is. You know, sure. it is a big thing, um, and I think they accept that there is more to do, and they say that they will continue to do their work. You know, of course, it's not just going to happen overnight. But meanwhile, what they are already doing should at least help to start creating that change that we're all looking for. Well, I remember when C and I B did the campaign here just making sure people understood that not everyone who's who you will say is blind legally blind is totally blind and i i mm. think i felt it really made a difference for a lot of people instead of them thinking that oh if you have poor vision just you know, put some glasses on and then you can drive the car uh they understood there was a lot more not more people with a vision who couldn't get that far, but it did help, and they weren't all totally blind. So a campaign as big as the one we're talking about must have come with quite a price tag. <laughs> Do you have any idea how much it cost? Yes. So RNIB say that the total campaign budget is £2.5 million. Pounds. Wow. So, yes, a lot of money. Um, I think that's around $4 million Canadian dollars. So, you know, even more in Canadian dollars. However, around a quarter of that did come from a UK lottery fund. So we're getting some support. Okay, so it it is a lot of money, isn't it? To be put in a campaign, like one single campaign like this. Absolutely, it is. It's a huge amount of money. But to be honest, I think if it begins to change attitudes and helps towards greater equality for blind people, then it'll be a great investment because that's mm -hmm. what we want. Oh, for mm -hmm. sure. I agree on that one. And uh, if it helps get employers, for example, more willing to employ blind people, then it's good for the economy, which helps everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that means everyone's a winner. Yeah. So what's the response to the campaign being like thus far? 
Well, I've seen lots of reaction on social media and all of it has been really positive so far. So on social media, what are they saying that they really like about it? Well, I've seen several comments that really like the title, See the Person, Not the Sight Loss, um, and that's been really well received. I think most blind people think that, you know, we can be regarded as very different to other people because we can't see. And the truth is, of course, as I always say, that we all have the same emotions, the same hopes, the same fears as everyone else. And, you know, that's something that I'm really passionate about. And it's true. It's, it's about the person. It's not just about the fact that you can or can't see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A, a doctor over the weekend here in Canada, a presentation I attended, she was saying, you are more than just your eyeball. And it's so true, <laughs> but it, it really is something that like needs to be said for some people. And it's a title for, for the case of the campaign that really hits the spot. What else did people like? Well, they like how the film covers so much in just a few minutes. So it takes us right from the despair of Ava, where she is first diagnosed, right through to finding the light at the end of the tunnel and really feeling a lot of hope again. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, remind us how we can find out a little more. Well, you can go to the RNIB YouTube channel, as I said, to check out the accessible version of the film, whichever one works best for you. It's called See the Person. And to find out even more about the campaign and the services offered by RNIB, you can go to rnib.org.uk. I love how they didn't even shy away from using the word see, like a visual word. Uh, Of course, we're going to be interested in hearing how the campaign is going down the line. Yes, I will keep you updated. Thanks, Fern. No worries. Have a great show. Fern Lullum joins us every other Thursday for uh, dis- UK Disability Highlights. And oh, it's incredible when when you think of the money, Ramya. Just, that's just not spent every day at trying to help out. But those folks over there uh, get together. And, and I would love to see this kind of campaign shared around the world and, and promoted. So maybe we'll see that sort of thing happening over here where it can be lent to, to the situations here. Really, really cool. Folks, we're going to take a quick break here on Kelly and Company. Uh, interesting conversation coming up next. I love it. Anything motorsports kind of always gets me intrigued. Anyway, the 35th Toronto International Snowmobile, ATV, and Power Sports Show takes place this weekend at the International Centre in Mississauga, Ontario. We're going to learn more with one of the stars of the event, multi-time Canadian National Championship winning motocross racer Blair Morgan in two minutes. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.